0: All right, we are, we are looking into Parshas Chayasar. In particular, we are looking into the role of Rivka. Now, before we get to the role of Rivka, let's zoom back out. Remember that we, we the royal we, um, decided that it's time to take it to the next level and focus particularly on the Navuos the Nevuos that the Avos and the Imahos experience. Because remember, the Sefer Boratius is the story of the formation of the Jewish people, the influencers of the world, the people that changed the way the world thinks. When we hear about a Nevuah to any of the Avos or the Imahos, all right, what we're really getting a glimpse of, if we go into it and understand it, what we're really being taught is, we, is what are the transformative ideas that Hashem revealed to our founders? The ideas that then they took and made part of what would become the ideology, the mindset of Am Yisrael. And then these ideas change the world. They're here to influence the world. So it's really a very worthy endeavor to focus on those prophecies, those, those moments of transcendent, a uh, blinding clarity and revelation of Arcadash is now um, enlightening our founders with these are ideas that the world would not have known. These are ideas that we, through the hard work of our ancestors committing themselves to Arcadushbar, they were, they were able to, they merited to understand these things, to to fully internalize these things so that they could bring these ideas to the world and change the world. Does that make sense? So we are learning the nevuas Now, in order to understand Rivka and Yitzchak's relationship with Rivka, we have to go all the way back to the Nevuah of Yitzchak's birth, the Nevuah that Avraham and Sarah received. Okay? And go deep into it. So if you look at the, your notes, all right, we're starting out with the beginning of Parshas Vayera, last week's Parsha, Remember we learned a lot about the Navua, that one part of the nevuah was Avraham getting a vision of the, how the Neshama leaves the body and what it experiences, like what this lifestyle eventually leads to. Okay, what is, the, what is the purpose of this lifestyle? What happens when we transition to the next world? We already did that, but there's more to the nevuah. And part of the nevuah is that Sarah will have a baby that's the part we're going to analyze now. And you all know the famous, you know, story in the Torah that when she heard that she would have a baby, what did she do? She laughed. And she said, Hashem said, why did you laugh? Do you not think I could do this? And then Sarah said, what? I didn't laugh. And Hashem said, yes, you did laugh. Let's try to figure out what this is all about. Okay, so first of all, I want you to be aware that this is all part of, this is all part of Abraham's Navua, right, this is part of what, what's happening here, all of the, everything we're seeing, according to the Rambam, is happening in, in Abraham's mind, okay, so we're really going to get into Abraham's mind here, according to Rambam, there was some veneer of physicality that he could see, but no one else could, could possibly apprehend it or see it, you had to be on a very high madrigue. But in any case, notice that the prophecy Tavram starts with Vayera Elov Hashem, Hashem appeared to, right? Without getting into all the levels, Rambam distinguishes between prophecies where the person sees something in their mind's eye or just hears something. And if they see something, it's clearer. It's considered more, okay? It's a very high level of prophecy. So first of all, we're in a place where we are understanding that this is very intense, perception all right and then in that prophecy he sees these malachim right and they and their forces we we've spoken about this and they say to him where is sarah and avram answers she's in the tent and we already explained that the female right we're going back now building on what we've learned in the past few partials. the female okay in each of us we have a male and a female The male is the, the, and it's why it's called male because the muscle is a human male, is the ideas that burst out, right? Like sperm, millions of ideas, but they're not concretized. The female is what internalizes, literally internalizes, the egg literally internalizes the sperm, right? It goes in, embeds itself in, and then the ideas, okay? when they are internalized they are they are developed into something concrete something actual they become physical and real correct that's the female so they say where is isha where is your wife and avram says the isha is in the ohel meaning my the part of me that concretizes things is in the ohel we learn what this means in my physicality that's part of my physicality the part of me that concretizes right That's the part of me that remains attached to the physical. It's in the ohel, remember we learned last week, the ohel harishon is your body. And what this means in terms of getting a vision, remember we said the male, the way a vision happens, we're going to learn in the Rambam now, is at first Kodesh Baruch who releases a thought from God that's supposed to be absorbed by the person. A new idea is being revealed in the world. So first the idea, so to speak, makes its way towards the mind of the person, all right? It's conveyed towards the mind of the person. That's called the male part. And then the idea is too abstract, too non-physical that what happens is in Avua, right? We learned about this, this hopefully is familiar. The idea goes into the imagination. The imagination absorbs the idea, in, usually in a dream, in a, in a trance, and sleeping, and then the imagination draws on familiar things that are familiar, familiar constructs, and it translates that abstract idea into a familiar sort of um, um, muscle analogy for what that idea is really, you know, is, is saying, but in a way that we can absorb it. So, for example, Raman brings down. That's what happened when it says that Yaakov was dreaming and he saw a ladder. He actually saw the concept, which we're going to get to, of going down and going up. But then his imagination showed it to him like a ladder, and that made a lot of sense. And then he understood the concept. The imagination has to grasp and work with the big idea and kind of find familiar constructs to process that idea, and then we can, and then we can, we can grasp the idea. Does that make sense? So the idea first comes to the man, the male sort of, so to speak, it's called the male in us. It goes into our seichel, which is still just like potential out there, not concretized, like like sperm is, a, is your chromosomes, right? It's got all the genes, they're all like, right? They're very, um, they're not at all practical yet. And then it goes from there into the female, which makes it into something tangible and real and familiar, okay? So far, so good. Now. So you said, stuff wrong. Where is your wife? Where's your, where is the your imagination, so to speak? Where is the part of you that concretizes just no? It's very much part of my physical body, meaning that the imagination works with this is a key idea for today, familiar constructs. It's in the it's in the ohel oh, it's in my body, the part, you know, the physical part. It's so it imagination is always associated the isha, the part that concretizes with the with things that are something that we can directly relate to and understand okay so far so good i know you got to work on this but it's okay it's okay because we'll get there now what happens so now avram's getting this nevuah. all right about the that he's going to have a child yitzhak but sarah is also getting the nevuah. sarah here's it too meaning the imagination hears or is expected, let's say the imagination gets a vision that she's gonna have a child, okay? Now, what happens? But Sara Bikirba, let's go deep. Superficial Sarah laughs, she's skeptical inside herself. What this means is, okay, that, in, well, no, actually, let's go a little further. But Titzchak Sara Bekirba, she laughs, she's a little skeptical. Obviously, his name is going to be Yitzchak. We're going to see how there's a transition. Lamer, and she's saying, she says to herself, okay. after I am withered, I'm old. Am I going to become young, young again? And my husband is old mother? She can't envision. It. She cannot envision this. She cannot envision that she's going to have a child. That's on the literal sense. She can't envision it. She says, that doesn't fit into any construct I have. I cannot see this. I'm old, I'm with her, my husband's old. It doesn't, there's nothing familiar that I can process this with. I don't get it. She's skeptical. Okay. But Yom Hashem, that's the male to the seichel, right? Why are you skeptical? Why can't you envision this? What's going on? Um, as saying that, no, it can't be, I'm too old. Then Hashem says, me Hashem davar. Do you is it too wondrous for Hashem to do a davar? Now, very important words here. Peleh. Think of Asher Yatzar. Mafli In Asher Yatzar, we do a crazy thing. We talk about lifnei We go up to the kise and then we say. Our excretory system is what you is, you know, that it should be, you know, that if our excretory system doesn't work well, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna get sick. <laughs> we're literally putting together two extremes. That the Vilna Gon explains is the meaning of the word pellet pellet is when something very high up and abstract is expressed in the most mundane physical way. That's called the pellet So Hashem says, how you you having a hard time with the pillar? Are you having a hard time visualizing how things, uh, how this can, how what, what I'm telling you about the fact that you're gonna have, you know, be young again? All right. So now the tichachay Sarah. Okay, then Sarah says, and then obviously ha, Hashem has asked, right? I'm like, why are you laughing? So we we say, I didn't laugh. No, I do. I wasn't skeptical. I can envision it. I could see that. I could see that something done so old can become total young and youth again and new life. I could see that. And Hashem says, she says, Ki because I see it. I could see it. I could see it. I can envision that. And Hashem says, Lo. Ki no, 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 you really can't. But nevertheless, you got to trust it. It's going to happen. What's really going on here? So first of all, Boratius Rabbah says something you've seen it in the Rashi's and all of the Meforshim and it's very, very misunderstood if you don't appreciate and understand and you haven't learned how Navur works. So the Medush Rabba says, Hashem never speaks directly to a woman, except with this Sadekis, and even in this case, only with an excuse or a pretext. And how many circumventions did Hashem have to go to to speak to her and, and say something to her? And he said, No, you left. What is going on here? Have you heard this message before that Hashem never speaks to a woman? You never heard it? <laughs> yes, my grandfather. Th- this idea is based on my grandfather, correct. Look in the Hebrew Rabbi Hudab Rabbi Simon Amar, may Olam forever, lo lahasiach im Isha. He doesn't speak to an Isha. What is going on here? If you're going to, I looked online, all these benighted um, feminist, you know, uh, you know, kind of like protests, like God doesn't speak to a woman, they have no idea what's going on here. Zero. They don't know the language of the Torah. They don't know what they're reading. Carry. Okay. What's happening here is the following. We're saying, you guys tell me, what does it mean that Hashem, now remember, is a very blindingly clear Nebu, it wasn't. It was on a very high madrega It was a it was a blinding idea that had to be processed through a person's imagination and become familiar and something I could grasp and something I could visualize, right? And what happens with Avram is originally he can't visualize it. He's saying, "Lo, lo tzach." I, he laughed, right? Sarah, the Sarah in us laughs. We're not able to visualize it, right? The Sarah laughs. The female, the imagination laughs. As I. Uh, I can't envision it. And then Hashem says, why can't you envision it? Don't you know that things that are as so abstract and true and coming from the upper worlds of the of the highest realms can be actualized in the most basic physical ways? Do you see that you can see that, the, the attachment of the two? And then he says, yeah, I could see that. And Hashem says, actually you can't, but it's okay. It's, you're gonna learn how to see it. You're gonna learn how to see it. Meaning what I want you to do, this is the final lesson, is trust in it and, and, and to try to visualize it, even though it's very hard for you. And what are we talking about? here? visualizing Sarah having a baby. We'll get to that in a second. But let's go here. What does it mean Hashem doesn't talk to a woman? Sometimes, Hashem does not bl- blow out our imagination with a vision of some other like level of existence, some other reality that we are not familiar with. Like if we suddenly get a vision of Tchei Yosemesim, or we get a vision or we'd, for example, be in the middle of a nuclear explosion, right? We cannot visualize or exist or internalize, or really in any way absorb something that is from a, too powerful for us that we're not familiar with, that we have no Kalen no, uh, to, to appreciate it. It comes out, you, you see this even in, in the most basic ways. If you hear a name from another culture, all right, and you're not familiar with that name. You can't pronounce it. You're like, "What was that name again?" What? Say it again. Who are you? Like, I know when Mordechai, my son Mordechai says, "What's your name?" Mordechai. What? Like, if you're not familiar even with a, a, a sound, like a group of sounds, like a name, you can't process it. You don't know how to pronounce it. Kal v'chomer. How much more so? If a Brachu is now showing Avram something so transformative, but that's that that something that 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 they're not familiar with. And you say i can't imagine this now what is it that hashem is showing them that they can't visualize and hashem says yeah i know it's okay you can't visualize it but you're going to have to visualize it i want you to try to visualize it because it's really going to be true okay so does this make sense so far what Jacob has to be told by Yosef. wait wait forget about Yaakov. i just want to work on this right now one ah, second hold on okay. Does this, does this make sense? If it doesn't make sense, let's go a little further. And I think it's going to make more sense when we explain what the vision is. It's going to make more sense that they couldn't visualize it. They were like skeptical. And then Hashem said, no, I know you're skeptical, but it's going to be anyway. Okay. Now I just brought here another Gemara and khulin, All right. Just patience. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. The Gemara and Chulin says that just to explain this idea a little more, but I don't want to dwell on it that um, the Gemara recounts that the emperor Roman said, ben Hanani, I want to see your God. Like I want a clear revelation. And he says, you can't. And he says, okay, you know what? You, you want to see what it's like. He gives a mushroom, He takes him out to the sun. He says, okay, I want you to look at the sun in Tammuz, meaning in the middle of July, okay? The Mediterranean sun, just look straight at it. And he says, I can't, it's going to blind me. He says, that's right. You can't. In other words, the reason the Kodesh Baruch Hu doesn't speak to the woman okay, straight to the imagination is because what Hashem is showing is so blinding and we don't have the tools to process it. We, It's too much for us. We can't see it. It's overwhelming. So first, what Hashem does, what do we do? We put on sunglasses. First, the Kodesh Baruch Hu sends the idea into the seichel. And then the mind starts working on it and thinking about it and analyzing it. And then what happens? We go to sleep. Remember all these well, these new happen to you. Then when the mind has, has worked on it like a math problem for hours and hours and hours and hours, right? Then you go to sleep and suddenly your imagination starts to take all that work and turn it into something. Oh, I get it. I understand it. Oh yeah, yeah, now it makes sense. That is the balance between your active intellect that works hard to understand things. And then you notice in your own life that sometimes when your intellect goes dormant, right it goes you go to sleep suddenly you begin to you're able to suddenly have that aha moment like oh yeah i get it and the answer comes to you because you're now we you're now clothing it in familiar um, things that are more familiar to you and now that makes sense right has that happened to anybody or well, maybe your mind just time to adjust to a whole new yeah and yes your mind adjusts to it analyzes it Deciphers it, yeah, picks it apart. And then you say, oh, I can put this in a familiar construct. I have a construct that this will fit into. That's a tar-de-ma. Yeah. What? Well, why couldn't Hashem then speak directly to imagination? Because Hashem does not go to the imagination. Why? Yeah. Because when Hashem is giving you an Avoa, you're learning something you didn't know before. Okay. You're not familiar with it. You have to process it. You got to think about it. You got to analyze it. You got to get used to it. And then you can visualize it. And then it could be familiar to you. And then you can work with it. All right. That's how it always has to go. Now, Rambam, I want you to, um, okay. Look at number two, how Hashem communicates with us. All right. My Hashem, Rambam emphasizes, all right, that this overflow, this Navua, okay. This divine thought that is, reaching us this overflow of divine thought hashem's ideas okay rests first on the intellect and only afterwards on the imagination he means to say that the intellectual understanding in the mind of the prophet in the form of concepts is then translated in the prophet's imagination into sensible images this may be viewed as a transition from the mind to the imagination okay between which there are laws of transformation that create a correspondence in other words there's a, the the imagination finds a construct that corresponds to the idea and then they can think about it. We're gonna do this again when we get to Yaakov's ladder because Ramam uses that as a perfect example of this, okay? Now, so let's look at the bottom of um, two. The revelations of divine thought must come first through the seichel but then move to our imagination to process. Hashem does not bypass the seichel, the male, okay? Or revelation of the concept and reveal the concrete manifestation of it first to the female. Okay, does that make sense? He does not go first to the female. But in this case, in this Nebuah of the birth of Yitzhak, it went straight not only to Avram's mind, it went straight to his imagination. And he was skeptical. He couldn't see it. He couldn't visualize it. Why? So Rambam here, go to uh, the next page. Seichel, Rambam lists three different possibilities. The person that gets that has a very powerful seichel, all right, and they have no imagination, they just keep everything is very abstract but their imagination isn't developed or it, it, he says they're like these like uh, ivory tower intellects that do nothing practical with their with their knowledge there are people like that mm-hmm. then he talks about the blend of both which is navour and then he talks about what well, we have to focus on what if a person has tremendous imagination and he visualizes all sorts of things but it's not coming from Seichel, the sejel's deficient he it's not rational there's an entire book Um, about this that I've recommended a bunch of times called Thinking Fast and Slow, all right? Where people imagine uh, how, you know, sort of, um, you know, the book is addressing why certain think tanks and geniuses have problems to solve. They come up with cockamamie solutions that don't work because they have this huge imagination, but they're not being responsible to make sure it's linked to intellectual real facts, okay? They're just letting their imagination go. What happens here is our imagination the isha remember the woman remember the etzadas what's the whole problem with us what is that the sin what is the trap we allow our imagination to create fantasies for us that are not based on the seiko okay that is called all that's that is one of the biggest problems where we get trapped we envision things that are not attached to seichel, that are not a product of seichel, okay? The female is not attached to the male. The female is off on her own with her own, it means the part of us is subjectively evaluating things. And it seems like this to me. So I'm going to try things this way and that way. And they're not, we, the, instead, of, instead of being, um, receiving from the sechel, meaning from divine thought, we come up with all our own brilliant ideas of how to, how to structure our lives. Okay, all of history is, is a story of societies who refuse to absorb the messages of the Torah, of the Avas, of Hashem's revelations about how to live. And they decide we're going to invent our own society. We're going to have a Marxism, communism, nihilism, hedonism, anything you want. They're different right, Because that's what seems right to us and seems like it's going to work. And it's not connected to the truths, to the eternal truths, that the Kodesh Baruch Hu conveyed to the Avos and which we are supposed to convey to the world that there's a way to live and a way to, to engage in this world and what this world is about and how you're supposed to manage this world, how you're supposed to connect this world to the upper world. They don't care, they invent everything. Now, these people that are all about imagination that is not attached to Seichel, Rambam says they're dangerous. They're the charismatic leaders who can convince you of anything? All of these horrible um, demagogues, you know, who have these great dreams—a con man, con artist—people whose dreams are not attached to sechel. Okay, so Rambam says um, all these; these are people who do extraordinary things. Okay, they are not men of science. All right, they're not men merely of information. Now, what happens here? She, she. One second. Sarah is getting. I want to finish this idea, and then we could take, hopefully, take questions. Avraham is getting in a vision of something that his imagination is seeing, and okay, he's skeptical. He doesn't see. He's he's he want he's careful. He say, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is this my imagination running away with me? Is this my imagination running away with me? I, I don't know if I could trust this. What I'm what this vision that I'm seeing. I can't visualize this. I don't think I can trust this because it doesn't. This, 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 this. Um, this might just be like, um, you know, this just might be my ma- imagination, so to speak. Not attached, not attached. So Hashem says, no, no, no. You don't have to. You, you are skeptical, but it's okay, because what I'm t- what I'm showing you is something that, yeah, yeah, it could be your imagination, but it's not. So what what is Hashem showing him? Okay. Let's read this here. When Hashem reveals something entirely new that we are not familiar with yet, we do not have the tools or constructs to envision it. Therefore, first Hashem has to reveal the underlying reality with time and more experience we come to envision. it. Okay, what is Hashem revealing here? Hashem is revealing to Avram now. that, that, That this world, remember Avram is coming to change the world. All right. They're right up until this point. What is how what is the thinking of society? And by the way, it still lingers today. The thinking of society, if you read books, they talk about the difference between like paganistic ancient man's kind of like thought process and then the Jewish people, what we introduced back then, there's something called circular thinking. OK, meaning like what was life about? It was survival mode. Let me get through this season and then get through the next season and get through the next season and went round and round and round. And it was about surviving. The Jewish people introduced what's referred to as linear thinking there's a journey and there's a destination. And this world and the journey through this world is not repetitive and purposeless and meaningless. And we're just trying to get through it. Right. Rather, everything is leading to a final destination. And that final destination is going to be one where everybody on earth, this is what the Avos came to teach, are going to discover what we had discovered a long time ago, this relationship to Barucho, that we're part of, a everything in the physical world is going to lead us there. Now, here's the thing. We look around the physical world, even today, all right? And you say, this world is hopeless. The same old, same old societies, same mistakes, you know, the Putin just got up, not Putin, yeah, Putin, he just got up and he just made a speech. He goes, you guys, with there's no gender. And all that He goes, we did this in 1917. This is what the Bolsheviks are all about. He gave a whole speech about it. This progressive thinking, you're like, it's the same old, same old. You think you're progressing, you're going backwards. And we get hopeless about the world. And we say, how could this world, how could our physical journey here, how could the national journey of, life, of humanity in the physical world, could this physical world really be the arena that HaKadosh Baruch is acting in and that's revealing Hashem? Shouldn't we just forget about this world is hopeless, do like the Buddhists, do like Yitzchak on the Akedah, just divest yourself of invent this world, commune with God, go up to a higher place. This world cannot be the place through which Hashem is revealed. Your executory system cannot really be the place that reveals the Kisei Hakavod. Okay, so Hashem is saying, you're you are going to give birth. You're going to have a baby. You're going to have a future. Meaning you're good. This the Jewish nation you're starting is going to lead the world to a whole new place in which the entire world is going to, through the physical world, discover a Kaddish Barucho through the physical world, actually be able to see a Kaddish Barucho instead of misusing the physical world, instead of distorting this physical world, instead of abusing the physical world for our purposes, instead instead of abusing the environment and other people and living here just to survive, we're going to actually invest and engage in the physical world and learn about Hashem through the physical world. Like the whole approach to physicality is gonna change. And Avram, the imagination can't see that. We can't see people always say, how is this person ever gonna change their attitude? They're so deep in survival mode. I don't see them changing. I don't see them looking at their service or their challenges in a different way. They're just bitter. They think it's not fair. They get bogged down in it. They get very competitive. I don't see them changing. It's something that it's hard to visualize how our current approach to our life as being um, incomprehensible and certainly not the place where Hashem is clearly revealed, all right? But if we go in and and isolate ourselves and move, you know, that's more where HaKadosh Baruch is revealed, but the day-to-day mundane ups and downs of this world, that's not really the place. It's very hard to visualize, no, that actually is the place, okay? So what happens, Hashem is saying, I want you to envision that your old body is gonna give birth to Yitzhak to be something new, okay? If you look at the Ramban, I just Ramban says, and, and now you can understand it based on what we said Asara As heard it, but she did not know they were angels. In other words, she saw, we saw it, but we couldn't get the message. We couldn't, we were not familiar with how this could be. We could, Hashem is asking us to visualize this. Okay, so she laughs internally, but you know what happens. Now let's see what happens. Later, when she actually gives birth to Yitzhak, when her old body becomes young, Okay, when what is kind of like hopeless and you don't expect it to, to be able to produce anything anymore, it suddenly produces, right? She says, <laughs> <laughs> Hashem has made me loy, you know, Hashem has made me laugh, and everybody else is gonna laugh. In other words, when I am able to actually look and see, all right, that it really happens, that the whole nature of how people live totally changed, that they could see a Kedesh in the physical world. I can't believe it. She's laughing and she says, Hashem is making me laugh, and everybody laughs. Because remember the Isha, the females, the imagination, suddenly you see, you can visualize it, you see it happening. You say, yeah, this physical world, my excretory system, literally, the day-to-day main, mundane stuff of my life, even the horrible things that happen in the physical world, the difficult moments that made us cry, they're literally how everyone is gonna re- discover Hashem. I get it, I see how that's happening. All right, look at the Hill-in-One. now. Let's Now we understand. Yeah, everything. Shear hamalos. Beshuv Hashem Shiva siyon. When Hashem returns us all. Okay, back when at the time of the ge'ura, we all come back to Etichol. Hayinu kechol We're going to say, oh my goodness, we were like dreamers. What does that mean? Remember what the dream is? The dream is the isha. The dream is imagination. We always were dreamers. We always held on to that vision in our imagination of a better world of the geula, of a time when all humanity will seek Hashem, when all humanity will say, teach us how to live, teach us how to view this world, teach us how to engage in this world so that it reveals Hashem instead of abusing this world in survivor mode. Okay? And we're going to say, we were always dreamers, we always held on to that vision, that dream, our imagination, that that's what it's going to be. Right? Then, then our mouth will be filled with so, the first chok of Sarah is, I can't visualize it. Matt, we said we can't visualize this. How's it going to be? But then it actually comes to be. And then we have the second, chok, which is laughter and joy. And the Kaddish Baruch Hu says it's okay for you to be skeptical, but don't worry about it. You're going to see it. And because it's going to be, and it's guaranteed, you have to envision it all the time. You have to always imagine it. Always know that what you see here is hopeless, mundane. No, 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 no. It's the opposite. It's all really revealing the Kodesh You're going to see it in retrospect. You're going to see it in the future. You're going to look back and say, oh my goodness. Now, now everybody sees it, but we always committed to this vision. We always committed to this this, this dream that would be. Now everyone else is seeing it. Now among the nations they will say, Higdil Hashem, look, our Karashbar has done such great things with these people. Finally, the nations will say, Oh my goodness, do you see the miracle of Jewish history? Do you see the miracle of Jewish survival? Oh my goodness, all of that journey of the Jewish people through history, all the suffering, all of the persecutions, all of those, the nations that never appreciated our message. All of the nations that tried to, to to stifle us and diminish us and annihilate us. Holy cow, Akra kept them alive. Hashem kept their message alive. Do you see how the Jewish message, how the phys- in the physical world through all the ups and downs, how all of that was actually proving, the Jewish people are, are, first of all, not destructible, but that their message is the ultimate true message that only this message of Amishol, that this physical world and its circumstances is redemptive. It is, it's the path to discovering Kodesh Baruch. That's what they've always been saying. Now we all see it. Whoa. Then what are we going to respond? Leah. Yeah, Leia, Leah, true. What are we going to respond? Say We're going to say, we're glad you all see that now, but you want to know something? We always saw it. We always saw it. That's what's happening in this vision of Sarah and Yisraq. We always saw it. Higdil Hashem la'sosimanu. osimanu. Yeah, Hashem has done, always done great things for us. Hayinu semechem. We were always happy. Do you know what gave us the ability to be happy and to be a positive people and envision a better future no matter what was going on? Why? We were always happy. Hayinu mechem is past. Do you know what, why we were always happy? Because we always knew that whatever was going on in the physical world, no matter how confusing or bitter or difficult or painful, it was all ultimately giving birth to a new, higher, better world. And it was helping. And through what happened to us, literally through the difficulties, that's how the world and we discovered a Baruch. We're actually going to thank, like by Bayitia a a Baruch for the whole journey, because it, that journey was not just Oh my gosh, life is hopeless. Look at this. What are we just, you know, waiting for Olam Haba? No, that journey was, was, was life itself. It was really what was um, revealing a Kodesh Berchow. Look what it says. Shuvah Hashem eshevisenu. Hashem is returning our exiles. Kaafikim ba-negev. What is that a reference to? Like these huge waterfalls in the Negev. We're going to see what the Negev means in a second. Who's associated with the Negev? Waterfalls in the Negev, hold on to that thought. This is all about Yitzchak, all right? Hazorim Badima, when you plant with tears, meaning you're planting, you're working, you believe in this world, you believe in the journey. Barina yiktorah, with joy and gladness and singing, you will harvest. Halochiei lechuvacha, you will walk along your journey with tears, yes, things will be hard. Remember we learned last week? Tears are, right, these tears are the sweat of the body, right, but our, there's also sweat of the soul, there's sweat of the soul, right, you're going to sweat spiritually to you to do, to live right according to the ideas that were founded by the Avos and taught us by Moshe, you're going to sweat, sweat of the soul, you're going to do it because here, in this, in this vision, this with Sarah, we got a promise that for sure, we're going to be able to look back and see how everything was new life. It was giving new life, All right, It wasn't about getting through this life. It was actually understanding that this world in all its ways is actually going to reveal and give life to uh, not just our higher selves, but everybody. So it says, No, say, "Meshachazar," you're carrying the weight of the seeds. You're carrying the seeds with you. Bo barina, you're gonna come in from the fields after you carry the seeds. You plant them, come in. No, say, carrying all your bundles, all your rewards, all your harvest. Okay, that's what it's happening. Yitzchak, let's talk about Yitzchak now. Okay, go back to the akeda. Yitzchak, at the akeda. Right? What happens there really? Really Yitzchak achieve, achieves the madrega of a detachment from the physical world. He really absorbs Avram's mida, of feeling completely part of a Kadosh Baruch existence, not think of, thinking of himself as a separate self that has its own life to preserve. He really absorbed the idea that he's part of a Kadosh Baruch And because of that, he was able to detach from his desire to live from his physical life. And he said, okay, bind me up. If I, anyway, I'm part of a Kodesh Baruch. Remember the fetus on the right? I'm anyway, part of you. I don't have a separate self. I, he can detach. But what happens is the Torah is teaching us step by step by step. All right. Before the arcade even happens with this nevuah, All right. That total detachment, that Yitzchak's journey is going to teach us something. Yitzchak is going to tell us that first, you're going to be aware that This physical world, okay, you can't get, you can't be, you can't be attached to it. You're gonna have to be willing to detach from it. That's what happens with Yitzchak first, the akeda, but that's not the end of the journey. After the akeda, look what happens. Avram el Na'arav. I'm in four towards the bottom. Avraham returns to his his lads, and they leave. The Torah does not include Yitzchak. Where's Yitzchak? After the akeda, where's Yitzchak? He's not dead. We know that there is no human sacrifice. He did not, was not killed. Only in Avram's kavana he was sacrificed, but not in real life, all right? Avram was willing to, but it didn't really happen. So where's Yitzchak? We don't know. Where'd he go? He doesn't come down from the Arkeda. So the next time we see Yitzchak, okay, is in our parsha. Yitzhak Yitzchak basada. Yitzchak comes out to Davin in the field. He picks up his eyes and he sees the camels coming. Now we're going to go deeper into what this really means. Medjash says, we haven't heard about him in three years. Mehechan Yatzah, from where did he come out? Medjash says, Megan Yatzah. Now it doesn't mean he was dead. It means that Yitzchak was totally detached from this world. He was communing with Hashem on a hill. He saw no real value of engaging in this world, remember? Just like Sarah, she says, I can't see how this world has, has life in it. You know, if this world is like, this world can't reveal, it can't reveal the Mayim chayim. It can't reveal, right? I don't see it. So, um, how the physical, how the physical world, the old habitual routines of the physical world are going to give birth to real life, to real, to real Mm -hmm. utter joy and understanding. Right. So uh, Yitzchak is that for he's on the he's detached from the physical world. He has no interest in re-engaging in the world. He doesn't see the value and the and the and the and the and the purpose of of the physical world. He just can't he doesn't he can't get excited about it Okay, because he's afraid, which everybody should be afraid of, that if we get too involved in the physical world, we're going to get lost in it and we're going to get trapped by it. And we're going to get identified by all our possessions and our status and our reputation and all the stuff that people ident- think is their identity. And then we're going to for- totally forget how to use the physical world correctly. We're going to get sucked into it. It's going to trap us. It's going to distort us. It's going to put us in survivor mode. It's going to make us petty and, and, phys- and narcissistic and, and physical and all that. We don't want to get involved in the physical world. We think it's too much of a trap. It's too much of a danger. We'd rather stay disconnected right? So, because i say he had to come out of that place. Hashem says, no, 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 no. Now that you appreciate that it's, you don't want to get drowned in the physical world and lose yourself, but you want to use it correctly, you're Yitzchak. You're the one who's going to show that this world is here to, 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 to reveal the Kodesh Prochul. that's your mission. You got to get back into the world and use it correctly. So he picks up his eyes And he sees Gamalimbaim, he sees the camels coming. First of all, what do camels do? They carry water through what? Through a desert. They're for deserts. And they carry water. And what is the word Gamal Gomel? To bestow. Bestow water. Bestow life giving water when you're like in a desert, when you're. When you are, as we're going to see right now, when you're you're re, you're dried out, you see there you don't see you don't see the benefit. You, the The world is like a desert. You don't think it could bear fruit. You don't think it there's it could produce what it, you know. You, you feel like the job is too overwhelming. This physical world is just not. There's too much in it that's physical and. And, and immediate and urgent and finite is just overwhelming and it's never gonna really be able to reveal the ruchnias. We're just gonna get sucked into the physicality, okay? So what happens? Um, look what it says. Bo, he was coming. I can't get into what this means now because it's not enough time, okay? But it says, Yoshev Where was Yitzchak when this is all happening? He was in, in, in communing with Hashem, detached from this world. He had to come out of that place. He had to envision himself really getting excited about the deposit, the, the powers. Huh? Very beautiful. What does it mean, Negev, though? Beautiful. He has to go back to that. What is Negev? Look at the Meishiloch, the Ishbitzer. The word Negev means minugav. He's dried out of all desires that are not directly attached to kadusha he doesn't care about the world, he doesn't really th- naturally have hope that this physical world can reveal Hashem, because most of the time, you know what it does, it just kills all of the, those spiritual um, aspirations, right, and that's why, by the way, Yitzchak Midda is Yura. he's always, he's engaging in the physical world, but he's very careful not to get trapped into it, not to identify with things of the physical just to use it correctly okay now what happens rifka sees him she falls off the camel we're not getting into that i want you to go to the last pasuk in the red what does yitzhak do when he sees rifka coming on the camels what that means is like this the part of us that prefers to detach from this world by the way you know how many people are in Goa with in Buddhism detaching from the world because they're sick of the world and it's too much of a trap, and they don't want to be so identified with their possessions and their status and their this and their that and they hate it. And it makes them frustrated and feeling and, and feeling feeling like there's, that there's gotta be something more. So they go off to India and they get into this ideology that says, just detach from it all. You know how many people go that route, asceticism. So, Yitzchak's not Hashem says, no, no, no. no, no that's not the nevuah. That's not the point here. Okay. The point here is look up, pick up your eyes, look at this world. Do you see Rifka? Do you see the female? Do you see the concretization? Do you see that it gives that there's Mayim Chayim, that this world bestows life, spiritual life through the excretory system, literally from recognizing the physicality? I'm just giving the mashallah shayatza. This world in all its mundaneness is. Life gives you life-giving waters to drink. Do so you see that this world is the way we're going to come to recognize Hashem? This world. And then it says, Yitzchak yitzhak takes rifka, the female, the vision. He brings it into his tent. He brings it into him. Okay, imo. Now, this pasuk is very difficult. Ha'ola. Imo. The syntax is off. And he brings her, Yitzchak brings her into the tent, Sara Imo. What does it mean? Did he bring her into the tent of Sara's mother? What does it mean? So look at Rashi. He brought her into the tent, meaning he really in he internalized the, the, the concretization. He brought the desire to engage in the physical world into his attitude, into his mindset into his passion and guess what she Rashi says he brought her into the tent and behold she was Sarah his mother what that means is that what and then it says that he was she 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 became his wife and then it says he loved her and he was comforted after his mother what this means is like this the mother the wife the ability to concretize, to visualize, to keep your imagination strong, that everything in this world is life-giving and teaching us something, and it's good, and it's revealing the Kaddish us. The ability to have, that's the Isha. That's his mother, okay? He brings that into him. He re-engages in the world. He gets comforted from the fact that he has to be part of this world. And that he has to engage in it, and he has to get uh, see it, and 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 um, and it come. For, remember what Vayenoche means? What does Vayenoche mean, guys? Change perspective, change perspective, and it says, "Oh, it's not about meditating on a hill like like the Buddhists. No, no, no. It's about loving life, because that's how Hashem is revealed. Even the bitter parts, even the crying that we just read about, haloch when you go and it's difficult, loving life." that it's the source of Mayim Chaim. This world is what you have to engage in. It's not better to detach. It's hard to visualize how everybody on earth is going to actually like get their heads on straight and stop misrelating to the world and stop being in survivor mode and stop abusing the world but begin to see that it's the world itself that's revealing the Kodesh Berkul through nature, through science, mostly though, through Jewish, history. Everything is going to reveal what was going on here. The big echo, the big oneness, the big plan of Akadosh Sparkle that we're all going to discover. He says, that's what we have to believe in it and re-engage in it. We have to visualize it. And even though it's hard to visualize because we haven't seen it yet. We've just seen the world going round and round and round and the stupid patterns of the same old, same old, same old. Shem says, no, no, it's okay if you can't visualize it. But you know you're going to have that baby. You uh, Your job is to, even though it's difficult, believe in it. Visualize it. It's going to be, and that's going to keep you happy. Hayinu It's going to make sure. It's going to keep you in a state of dreaming. The female, the imagination, the conceptual. Keep. That's who you're going to be. Am Yishol is going to bring a new concept to the world, and that is that life itself. Has a purpose. It's not just to survive our life the best way we can. The purpose of life is that it's going to give birth to your appreciation, your clarity, your revelation, your awareness of your relationship, that and how Hashem is guiding you and how you're participant in Hashem's existence. Life itself is going to help you give birth to is, is going to give birth to those new understandings. So believe in life. Don't get disheartened by the difficult, the ups and downs, and the parts we don't understand, and the parts we can't understand. We cannot visualize the benefit of the Shoah. We cannot visualize it. But we just learned to Tehillim that says, we're going, <laughs> we're going with our tears, but we're going to come back. We're going to have Tzchok. We're going to see it. We're going to laugh. We're going to be enlarged. Remember, we learned that Tzchok means being enlarged. And we're going to look back and say, oh, yes, everything. It's true. We have. It's really having a positive attitude and trust, the isha is always the trust, the commitment, right? That this is the truth. This is what a Kodesh is revealing. This is the way of the world. This is how it's gonna be. Believe in it, trust it, it's gonna f- unfold. You're gonna have that great joy, engage in the world, okay? And it's the isha that is always the, the, the um, st- construct that is about believing in life, engaging in the world, building a future, seeing the good, okay, investing in this world. That's the Isha part of us and Hashem is strengthening, Hashem is speaking straight to the Isha, which never usually happens. So even if you can't understand it, visualize it. Okay, even if you can't explain it, believe in it and then visualize it, okay, because it will be. Okay guys now question does this make sense. <laughs> yes, or no. I, <laughs> for those for I know there probably some confusion okay ask me your questions ask me your questions okay we're going start there yeah. Um, what does it mean that Hashem doesn't talk to Meaning that Akadish does not short circuit or blow out a person's imagination, like in Navua, right. when the Navi's in a trance trying and Hashem is revealing something new, Hashem does not overwhelm or blow out, like looking straight at the sun, the, a person's imagination by causing them to visualize something that they have no familiarity with. Right. Because normally, what Akadish does is he first teaches us the idea. And then we can visualize it. But here our Kodesh Baruch Hu says, I can't, I'm not going to teach you. I can't show you. It's a very good question. I can't show you in your rational capacity how everything I do and everything that goes on in this physical world, okay, is going to lead to that final goal and why it's all good. I can't show it to you. It's a Hashem, very nice. It's Rachamim. I can't show you. But I want you to visualize that everything that your Sechel cannot process, like the Holocaust, okay? I want you to visualize that it's giving birth to new life, to tzchok, to laughter, to Yitzchak. Okay, very good question, very important. One second, Jenny, yeah. So it seems like with the Holocaust that even some of these recent tragedies that we've had, it is Hashem speaking to the Isha. Because these are things of... That- well, the, part of speaking to Isha means that Kodesh Baruch is teaching Amish. So remember, they are the founders. They are the founders. The reason that we, we have all these ideas and the reason we survive and the reason why we can say Gamzul Tov and the reason why we build up Judaism after the Holocaust is literally because of this nevuah, where Kodesh Baruch taught our founders, even if you can't understand it, visualize it. So yes, the job of society today is the Isha is the imagination, is visualize that everything is gonna, in retrospect, you're gonna laugh, you're gonna be joyous, you're gonna appreciate it, even if you don't understand it now. Your imagination is being, is, is, is being called into action, and you couldn't say, I, I can't visualize it, I'm skeptical, Hashem says, it's okay, I know you can't visualize it, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you'll see it'll be true, and you have to try to visualize it. Yeah, it's definitely a shift. It's always been throughout history in all the hard times. In all the hard times, the avodah. Remember, we say the women are going to bring the gula. The women are going to bring the gula. The women don't participate in the egel. Miriam, you no, know, you know, says to her parents, "Why are you stopping?" Yeah, the woman is the one that sees the future, even when it's dark outside. Remember, Miriam says, "Why are you not having kids?" Because Paro said something. Come on, there's the future here. Okay. Yes, yes, it's the women saying we're not buying into the ego because we, you know we're we're not scared the motion and come back it's always the women are associated with Google because we always envision that final joy that's hope, even in the darkest times. Okay that's called the now it doesn't just mean female it means in every single person that part of us is called into action. It's equally important. You know, everyone says, why do we talk about the Avos and not the Imahos, right? The Avos, they bring these ideas, but the Imahos commit to the ideas, build upon the ideas, build the nation. Don't fall into, you know, distrusting the ideas. That's the the female, so, so to speak, in all of us, the Amuna in all of us. Yeah. But so, Sarah dies when she sees a vision that wasn't fresh? We're not, I know, we can't talk about it now. Uh, okay, can't, ask it on the Q and A. Uh, it's when too much. Also, he looks exactly like Avraham. Because he absorbs Avraham's Mida of total chesed, the inclusivity. Then he's so close, he so feels so one with Akash that he detaches. And that is Madriga number one, total bond with Hashem. Madriga number two, now that you know that you don't want to get trapped in the physicality, now I can trust you to go into the physical world and use it correctly and embrace it and see the good in it and see the life in it and engage in it. Because now you know how to do that because you already understand that if you enter the physical world without appreciating what it's part of and what it's here for, you're going to get lost in it. You understand? So first you have to have that Keda, then he has to go back into the world. And that's the physical. He has to bring the love for concretization, for physicality into his, into his general worldview. Okay, wait, I want to just, I don't want this to be too long. I'm going to stop recording, guys, but you stay on the meeting for more questions and answers, okay? Hold on.